Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, nine months ago, there were very real fears that Ireland would be plunged into a recession amid soaring interest rates and, in, and energy costs. Both remain high, but the Irish consumer appears to be a lot more resilient than we thought. According to MasterCard, he or she has spent more on experiences such as travel and entertainment than on apparel, jewellery, furniture or electronics, where sales have been contracting. Natalia Lekbanova is a senior economist with MasterCard and is on the line. Good morning, Natalia. Good morning, Joe. So the consumer, um, not just in Ireland, appears to have weathered the possible economic storm thanks to resilience and government support. Yes, indeed. Um, We see this in particular in the Irish economy, which of course continues to be the strongest performing economy in Europe. Uh, If we just look at last week's Q2 GDP figures, again, uh, Ireland was the fastest growing economy. If we look at the Irish performance since the pandemic, again, the economy is 33% larger than it was in the fourth quarter of 2019. This is in comparison to only 3% 3% expansion for Eurozone as a block and only 11% expansion by the second fastest growing economy, which was Poland. So again, let's just put the performance of Irish economy in this very positive context. Um, obviously, we have two economies in Ireland. We have the economy driven by the multinationals and the a lot of times the accounting decisions that they make that have a big impact on GDP figures, but the indigenous activity has been very resilient. And in part, as you alluded to at the beginning, this is due to the um, strong consumer fundamentals of Irish consumers. And those are, first and foremost, the very tight labor market with strong employment growth and historically low unemployment, which was only 3.8% in June. Healthy balance sheet, second, with very low household debt by Irish historical standards, as well as by standards of the EU when we look across countries. It's one of the lowest. And of course, that healthy balance balance sheet with low debt was flattered by excess savings from the pandemic, which have also supported the consumer. Yeah, that's really, it's really interesting how the excess savings, the, the money we would have spent in 2020 and 2021, that appears to have um, continued well into 2023. Yes, it has. Although in 2023, we do see that the Irish consumers are no longer saving. When we look at the accumulation of household deposits, they're tracking roughly at 2019 levels. So we see the impact of excess savings as we look forward to be diminishing in terms of support for the Irish consumers and in Europe more broadly. Yes, indeed. Um, We're spending a bit less on travel and entertainment. Why? So this is very interesting. You mentioned at the beginning that this year Irish consumers have spent more on experiences, including travel, on things like going out to restaurants, spending on on lodging, traveling within Ireland, and they have spent less on things. So first and foremost, items like big ticket items like furniture, home improvement, uh, electronics, those have suffered in line with the slowdown in the housing market, as well as um, still the impact of the pandemic stock up on all these items when we're locked up at home and we couldn't spend on things that we typically spend on, which is on services. 
But we do see when we look at the very recent activity in Ireland that the spend is changing a little bit. So uh, spending on experiences such as lodging and restaurants and beauty cosmetics has remained positive as it has been for months. But we see a slow pickup in electronics and jewelry as well since May. By contrast, you mentioned travel. That is the only sector that has shifted in very recent months. We have seen um, negative spend in May and June, and this is in line with the airline bookings data that we also see, which on a year-on-year basis has turned negative since April, which could simply be due to different timing of holiday bookings compared to last year, such as people booking holidays earlier this year And they were booking holidays at the last minute last year. So this year-on-year comparison is um, perhaps skewed by that. But judging from the relatively strong domestic spent on lodging and restaurant, the Irish may just be doing more staycations this summer. Do you get a sense, Natalia, that soaring interest rates will eventually lead to consumers tightening their belts? Yes, although we have seen that the impact has been relatively more muted than in prior cycles. Of course, we're in a very different cycle. We have interest rates being at the levels we have not seen since 2001, but consumers have been resilient. Of course, mortgage holders are suffering, especially those with variable mortgages or those who have to refinance. But again, that impact has been muted by the fact that still the labor market is very tight, people have jobs, um, and the fact that uh, balance sheets are healthy and we have those excess savings. So people could dip into those if they do feel financial pressures. And in fact, consumer confidence in June reached 15-month highs, suggesting that consumers feel pretty good about their financial situation. And this is not surprising because inflation, even though it's still high by historical standards, is dropping and reached the lowest level since September of 2021 in July. It fell to 4.6% year-on-year from 4.8% in June. And that is reducing financial pressures on households, especially if you think that wage growth, which is running above 4% year-on-year, is now almost in line with the inflation rate. And once it catches up in the coming weeks, Real consumer incomes, meaning inflation-adjusted consumer incomes, will turn positive, which should support consumers' purchasing power. But yes, we do view the impact of interest rates as a key risk to outlook. Um, But the main transmission mechanism for consumers is through the housing market. And we have seen, again, stabilization of mortgage approvals since March, suggesting that this impact has bottomed out. Natalia, thank you so much for all that detail. We really appreciate your analysis there. That's Natalia Lekmanova, Senior Economist uh, with MasterCard. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.